and welcome to the Vent 10 podcast. It's uh, Simon here with Fraser. Hi, Fraser. How are you? Hello. Hello. All good. All good. How are you? Yeah. I'm okay. I'm okay. It's been a while. It has, hasn't it? Sorry uh, yeah. to people no, listening, right. but uh, well, not that sorry, but no. Um, you know, I mean, it's not really been much to talk about, has it? You know, everything's no. swimmingly on the pitch, and you know, ownership. It has nothing to talk about. Yeah, really. No um, going on. <laughs> I'm sure we can find something to talk about. Um, but uh, yeah, it's well, yes, it has been. Uh, should we should we start with the football and then yeah. move on to uh, to off off the field matters? Yeah, let's get let's get that thing out of the way. Let's get the football out of the way. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, well, I, we, the first one we did, we, well, we we did one at the start of the season ahead of uh, ahead of the derby game. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it's not gone fantastically. We've 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 managed, uh, you know two or three wins but uh we are the winner we lose it's not there's only one draw this season um and it's been a bit yeah not great not great yeah i think uh it's uh if it was a school report it'd be something like requires improvement or something or, <laughs> um yes. yeah i don't know i mean we so yeah we've played um we played nine uh one three drawn one lost five yeah. Um so yeah, not really the start a lot of us had hoped for. Um you know, balancing that against um injuries um you know, I don't I, I know this has been debated a lot. Um I I think you can give the management team a bit of leeway for that, but I mean, I wouldn't say a huge amount. I think you can a bit say well yeah, there are injuries, but you also want to say, well, this is football. There are injuries that mm. that that happen, um, and you know we 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 still do have a lot of good players there who are available. Um, for some reason, it's just not really clicking in some areas at the moment. Um, you know, I think a lot of us are holding on to the, you know, because the 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 upshot of this eventually in football is questioning the manager's position, isn't it? Mm, um, yeah. You know, so. I know some people have voiced that opinion that they'd like the club to go that way. Um, I personally don't support that yet, and I don't think the club will anyway. Um, I think they will give him until players are back. And actually, not just until players are back. I think they need to be back and back for a while before they'll make a judgment. I mean, look, if we lose the next 10 games in a row, they'll obviously make a change, you know. I'm not saying it's he could do anything and they won't get rid because um, then the club's position in the division becomes, you know, very, um, you know, unstable. But mm. I, I think um, they're going to give him time. Um, I think if you're a Carl Robinson outer, you're going to be disappointed because I, I think he, he's, uh, I think he's safe uh, for the time being, certainly until Christmas, um, and they're going to give him the time for players to come back. So I've sort of got right onto his job there instead of the <laughs> reviewing no, the game. That's fine. It's fine. I, I, I mean it. Yeah, it all ties in together. You know, if if the team aren't doing well, you know, it's it, it comes down to the manager. You know, it, you 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 have to. You know, he he said it himself. You know, he, he's the man in charge. Um, I think you're right. We've been a, a little bit unlucky with injuries. Um, you know, some people might say, well, we've signed players with 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 injury issues in the past. I'm, I mean, yes, some, but then. Others have, have had injuries who've, who've usually pretty been pretty robust. You know, Matty Taylor is not one that's missed lots of football. Elliot Moore, you know, is one. 
yes, Sam Boulder has had a, a you know bit of a, a checkered past with with injuries, but that's why he's here, perhaps, and not at a higher level. Um, with regard to the squad, it, it, it you know a lot of people are saying it's a bit unbalanced. I kind of agree with that, but that's perhaps not necessarily. Well, I suppose it is, it is the recruitment's fault. But if you've got players that are lined up and then very, very last minute, they don't come for, for, for a multitude of reasons, you know, perhaps it's then too late not to get somebody signed. You know, it, there's always far more to it than, well, he didn't want to get anyone in. Maybe he did and, and, and it's just not come off. But, hey, we are where we are. Um, and I think, you know, I... I've written down, you've got Elliot Moore, Sam Boulder, Josh Murphy, Marcus Brown, Matty Taylor, all pretty close to being fit again. Last week, we didn't have a game because of the international break. I think that's that's probably helped us a lot. Yeah, with, definitely. Yeah. With players that were would have perhaps been more or less ready to go, but do you push them too early? They've had another week. You know, they'll have had training sessions, you know, games, all of that sort of stuff up the training ground. They'll be, you know, if they're ready to go, they're, they're you know, then great. Um, and, and you'd hope, gradually, you know, long term, it's really only um, Vildship that's going to be a long term injury into, into, you know, beyond Christmas. The rest, you hope, are going to be back fairly soon. That'll be interesting then. Once he's got pretty much everybody back, what's the formation he's playing? Because it's like we went two up top with Taylor. When Boldock came in last year, we went two up top with him. And that kind of forced us in a way into a into a three centre halves and wing backs. But we had wing backs in the shape of, you know, the likes of Ryan Williams and Mark Sykes, who had that energy to get up and down and get tackles in and, and run for ninety minutes. We don't really have you know, with all you know, respect to James Henry, he's not a wing back. He's a great footballer, but he's not a wing back. And and if we are going to play with Taylor and Boulder up front or Joseph and Boulder or Taylor and Joseph, whatever it might be, if we are because we have still played two up front, even without having Bold up there and Taylor there. It's been Joseph and, and Bodin, for example, playing as the two up front. So we we have been playing with the with three at the back, but we've done that without really having wing backs in the squad. Maybe Anderson is Javin Anderson is, is gonna be that one. Um whether he can play that role, I don't know. Or maybe on Saturday, because that two up front and three at the back hasn't really worked maybe he's going to change back to a, a more familiar back three i'm oh, sorry back four and then two one two three or what you know however it might structure up front with one up front instead of two up front it's been interesting i think saturday will tell us an awful lot about yeah. where the rest of the season might go whether it whether he sticks with that formation or or changes it because of the personnel that we've got yeah i think you're right um certainly on uh Charlton being a, a sort of indicator. I mean, they're they've played one more game than us, and they're one point better off. So they're not mm. smashing it. Um, they're they're fairly similar to us, um, and it's a game that you know, I'm not, certainly not panic stations if we lose it. But it's um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's, it's going to be going to put us in a difficult uh, position. We'll be, um, you know, we're. It's crazy to think one fifth of the season has already gone. You know, um, if we play nine games, um, well, that times five is forty-five. So one game short of one fifth. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it, it's um, 
I don't think it's in a, where any of us wanted to be. But I will say in Carl's defence, I say that like I wasn't just defending him a minute ago. <laughs> I will say in Carl's defence, um, he's probably, you know, also uh, criticising the... You know, he, he says this stuff on the radio, that injuries and decisions and blah de blah He obviously has different conversations away from being recorded yeah. where he's probably more critical. Um, and I, I wouldn't have thought anyone would be more disappointed with the start than him. Um, mm. You know, he's not going to be happy with the way things have gone. Um, and, but I, I will say, actually, um, and I guess this kind of goes against his position... I do think it's a sad thing of of the modern era, the modern way the game is, is that I think to a certain extent, managers and clubs do just outgrow each other eventually. Um, I'm not saying he's at that point, but he's, I just looked this up, he's been with us for, today, they were recording this on the 29th of September, he's been with us for four years and 190 days, exactly. Right, and... Just take a get, unless you already know this, Simon, right? <laughs> no. Of the 96, no. which number do you think that puts him at? Well, nine, 92. Oh, sorry, 92. Yeah, That's yeah. all right, yeah, no. I was, as you were saying that, I was thinking, well, that must put him well into the top 10 of, of managers' longevity. I'm just trying to think of who may have been around longer. Guardiola, Klopp have been there a decent length of time. Um, there's... I'm gonna, you know, belay show my ignorance now because there's bound to be somebody, at a you know, a League Two club that's been there, you know, for twenty years or something. Well, the I, uh, I would say he's top five. Then I'm going top five. Let's go fifth. He's the ninth. He's just outside, so he's seventh. Yeah. Um. The well, someone who beats him is the club I think geographically closest to us, uh, Wickham Wanderers. Oh, of course, Ainsworth. Yeah. Yeah. So he's second, and the yeah. person top is a club who've just come into the structure is Harrogate Town. Simon Weaver. Right. Um, yeah. And then the only others are John Coleman at Stanley and Mark Robbins at Coventry, and then it's mm. it's Carl uh, Robinson. So yeah. you know he's not been here for for that long. You know, outside of football, four years yeah. and one hundred and ninety days or whatever. Yeah. Isn't really a huge amount of time, no. um, but you're right. But, but in footballing terms, it's yeah. yeah. He's number seven, it's and yeah. and I'm afraid it's a bit of a weird list to look at because the closer you get to the top, your odds of being sacked kind of get. <laughs> you know, well, yeah, yeah. That, it, that, that's just, how how it works, isn't it? The yeah. longer anything goes on, the more likely it is to yeah to, you know, a, a winning run. Or a losing run, yeah, you yeah. You, you break that, uh, you break that run. Yeah. But so I do, at some I, at some point, then you know, is it going to like you say that it, it's never necessarily somebody's fault? It, are we going to get to that point where somebody on the board says, "Sorry, Carl, it's not you know, it's not you, it's me," you know, yeah, it's that sort yeah. of. Thing. And you know, um, I know we will get onto this um, yeah. that you know with the, with the boardroom changes that have happened this week, um, but I think. Eventually, you know, there's obviously money coming into the club. You know, we've touched on this before. I'm not saying, you know, beyond our wildest dreams, masses of wealth, but there's obviously going to be money coming in. You know, a stadium's got to be paid for. (laughs) Um, And uh, I do think, I think we've said this before, but I do think money brings with it expectation, Um, whether it should or it shouldn't. It's not really, doesn't really matter what we think of that. I'm afraid it just kind of does. Um, and I'm not, you know, we could finish eighth this year, uh, you know, uh, or, or seventh, one place out of the uh, the playoff spots. And I don't know. I, I don't know if the, the, the what the long term plan is when they watch 
when they you know have determined that this is when we must be promoted by if we don't go up this season i guess it'd be the circumstances for which that happened if we you know finishing 20th is different to finishing 7th i guess yeah yeah um, and i think you know um Yes, there's a take. It's a bit of an odd takeover. I mean, yeah. Let, let's talk about it now. I mean, yeah, you're hey, hey, we've we've never done proper structure to any of these. Points. Why start let's, now? Let's, exactly. <laughs> you know, it it's an interesting takeover in that it's not as if people from you know that have never been involved with the club have come in, bought all the Tiger shares, or bought you know bought the club, and they're new to it. They these guys have been around for for several years, so they know Carl. They know how he works. Um, you, you kind of think because they have been around for that length of time that they kind of support him as well. Um, you know, there's, there doesn't seem to have been any issues, any rumours in the background that, you know, they didn't get on in any way. And I guess that kind of helps him in a way that these are people that he's he's had dealings with in the past. So that takeover, if it if it was an external takeover in the same way that, you know, um, when Daryl Eels came in, you know, immediately they installed Michael Appleton because he was their man. They, they identified somebody kind of that they wanted to bring in with them. If, if Eric and, and, and India Bakri had come in f- having never been involved with the club before, you'd perhaps think, yeah, they will bring their own manager. They'll want their own manager. And I think it, 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 it works for, everyone that they all kind of know each other well uh, and there's not that getting to know them period he, yeah so but equally yeah they're not going to just let the, the thing flounder I, at the AGM this week um you know it was us you know obviously stadium is one thing on pitch is another are they are they linked you know and it was like well you know as and when if and when we want to phrase it the stadium is built and we're playing there you know we want to be playing there in the championship. Yeah. So does that mean, right, we, we go up, we want to be up this season, we want to be established in the championship, or or can it be we get promotion at the end of the season before we then go to the new stadium? It's, you know, it wasn't it wasn't explicitly put, there wasn't a timeline put to it. Yeah. Other than, yeah, we want to be playing championship football in a new stadium, like everyone, you know, yeah. it, that's that's the positive. You know, you... you, you they are they are linked ultimately to to the success of the football club, um, and you'd perhaps think if they were going to get rid of him, or they had that thought, it would have happened as part of the takeover. You know, as part of the announcement. Yes, we 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 now have um, Eric and and in, as as majority shareholders, we thank Carl for his work and thank you very much. That didn't happen, so yeah. I think you you're right. He'll be given time now um, to to turn things around, get those players back fit. Can we turn it round? And and if if they can see that progression and they're happy with it, away we go. Um, and he stays. I guess if 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 we do win, lose sort of uh, you know, four, five, six on the trot, they'll be looking at right. Okay, we need to bring somebody in that can assess the squad for the January transfer window. You know, um, start Saturday, Charlton away, and we uh, last season's performance down there was possibly the best performance I saw in the whole of last season. It yeah. was exceptional. Um, we need to turn something on like that again to to perhaps calm people's nerves around and Carl's nerves as well. You know, everyone wants wants a win, 
um, and, and a performance like that might just be will settle things down. You know, it's it's uh, it is a time perhaps to hold our nerve. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Um, and you know, with the you know, we've touched on the, the boardroom changes there. Yeah, so I guess the the, the structure is not that um, uh, confusing. It just is a bit if if based on what we're already used to. So previously we had Tiger as chairman yeah. uh, and Neil McWilliams was, was he chief executive? He, yeah. I mean, he's, he was managing director, managing director. Um, right. okay. And I think a lot of these sort of the terms that they give them, you know, in a club that you don't just do one role, but yeah, he was technically managing director. You're right. Yeah. Grant Ferguson has come in and he's now the, the new chairman, the, well, I think executive chairman was the, was the term because I'm not sure he necessarily holds any shares. So I think that, is a slightly different term but he's yeah you're right he's been around since since the summer and kind of catching up to things behind the scenes and um he he'd been he was on the board at Inter Milan for for three years when Eric the here was at Inter Milan so he's he's Eric's man you know in in the he's worked with him before um he's got a, a background obviously in football working at Inter Milan uh, and he chaired the AGM, uh, you know, and and yeah, impressive. Um, clearly knows what he's talking about, um, and uh, he said all the right things. And it's easy to say all the right things, but you know what he said came across well. And so he, so we also have uh, Tim Williams is the chief, well, will be the chief executive, subject to EFL. Uh, Approve, yes. approval yeah. is, is this where they bring in the word ratification yes, <laughs> yes. yeah and, and he's another one that's that worked uh he was chief financial officer at inter milan um and also group financial controller at man united so right you know, um so he seemed like yeah. big kind of people with big histories in the yeah in the big game histories but in. also connections to yeah, the you know um, Eric and and and, and India. Um, yeah, and and these these kind of jobs, these people are all about their their contact book, aren't they? And yeah, that's what they yeah. live and die by, don't they? And yeah, yeah. So I mean, and uh, I think so. We mentioned Neil McWilliams at the top of this. So he's going to basically be in charge of the stadium project. Yeah, a chief yeah. strategy officer is his. You know, will be what's on his business card. Um, okay, yeah, very much. I think which I think makes sense. You you know. Grant Ferguson and Tim Williams have got that connection with with Eric and they're coming in as part of the, the club structure. I think makes makes sense for, you know, Neil, who's got a real connection with the city, you know, having having worked here at the academy and headed that up. And I think his local knowledge will be, you know, um, useful with the uh, with the stadium move. So, yeah, I think that that's. Makes I think it all makes sense. You know, there's nothing there. You think, oh, why have they done that? That doesn't seem to make. You know, no. It, I think it's one of those things. We, you know, you look at the structure of the on-field stuff and the sports science and the physios and all of that sort of stuff. Very well, you know. And there's there's clearly been money spent in terms of salaries and we've brought players in whatever the budget might be, where it is, you know, fifth, sixth, seventh, whatever it is in the division. There's been money spent on the pitch. This is now structure off the pitch which i think isn't you know it's, it's no no secret that that's perhaps been an area that really did need addressing um and clearly with we certainly with those two guys coming in that's very much been addressed um 
the next thing is the will be the the academy head of academy um and i'm pretty sure they they mentioned head of academy they didn't mention any names but that that was a, a role that they were looking to to resolve and fill so you know it's 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 all i think it's it's good it, it I, I, can, I can understand fans on the forums and stuff like that oh we want to know what's going on want to know what's going on it's like well you can you know you can look back at what these guys have been involved for four years the training ground is now fantastic that's something we didn't have up until a few years ago but they've 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 got that sorted we've got academies here there and everywhere the women's team clearly they're putting they, we'll talk about that fantastic start to the season they've appointed a general manager and they've they've made some signings it's clearly not just about the first team and the stadium it's the whole club that they've improved in in little bits here there and everywhere rather than just focusing on right we want to win on saturday yeah and and look i mean they're they're um and I'm not, I don't mean this as a criticism, just as, as something to point out. There will be financial angles in this that they've worked out um, mm. that, that benefit them. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. You know, it, it, they could, uh, you know, ha- have some sort of financial gain in this that brings the club along with it. I have no issue with that. I don't mind people making money if the club goes with them. Yeah. Um, and because, you know, they're, they're not just... I'm sure they're lovely people, but I can't imagine they want to get involved in a League One football club 100% out of the <laughs> kindness of their hearts. You know, no. they're, they're, they're business people and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, only if you're at Man City owner's level are you in it <laughs> as a plaything because you've yeah. got so much money that you just, you know, why not? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> But you know, yeah, I th- I think there's obviously they they've you know there's a lot of income. I, I hate this word, but streams um, mm-hmm. with the uh, with the stadium project, isn't there? And they they can yeah. obviously see that. But I, I think they're genuine and they're sincere in their their words about um, improving the club and uh, the community aspect of it. And yeah, it, it, it I, 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 they do seem like quite sort of genuine people. And as you say, they're not new to us. They've they've no, been here no. before. Uh, well, they 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 were here already. Um, mm. So yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it's I think it's exciting times. Yeah, you know, we've got to be cautious as we always should be slightly yeah. with with ownership changes. Um, and I know they keep saying, like you said a second ago, it's it's not strictly an ownership change; it's a movement of shares. But it, mm. it, it I mean, all ownership changes are a movement of shares. Yeah, it's, it, yeah. You know, a club is <laughs> uh, well, That's and, true. yeah, a company is owned by shareholders, and mm. and whoever has the the controlling stake, you know, calls the shots really, yeah, and and yeah. that has changed. So, yes, in yeah. that sense, we have changed ownership. But yeah, it's I get the point people are making. It's not mm. someone we've never heard of who we don't know how they operate and that sort of thing. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah it, um, I think it's exciting times, definitely. And um, yeah. you know, they obviously want to get full steam ahead with the uh, the stadium project why mm. it took this long i i don't know i've no idea there must yeah. be some sort of financial uh reason or i i god knows you know i don't know how these things work um yeah. but um because i think was it the guy who's just left the oxford mess at james james roberts, is james it? roberts yeah. um not to be confused with a former striker um <laughs> but uh, i think he said was it like 590 days or something <laughs> <laughs> Thought it hadn't been that long. I wonder what position Carl was at when this was first announced. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
yeah. I think you're right. Moves. You know, it, yeah, it, it's it's taken a long time. Um, the, you know, it, it's there were questions asked, you know, from multiple channels about what's happening, and and again, it's you know, it's that what's in a different way. It's that public interest when the media publish something and say, oh, it's there's a public public interest angle. And it might just be interesting to the public, but not actually a public, you know, it's OK. Yes, we. I think it's important that we know who owned the club. Um, but I think because it was that kind of gradual change of, of you know, share options, I think I've, I've um, I think looking at, at, at the, at the accounts and stuff like that, certain monies have been transferred and become shares, you know, rather than monies, oh, it's, you know, I, I'm not an accountant. I don't know, you know, the ins and outs. I've left that, you know, other people, other people do that kind of stuff. But, 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 but ultimately, it their their intentions have been clear. I think from the start with the with the helping finance, you know, the running of the club over the last four years since they've been involved. You know, like I say, not just on the pitch, but the 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 training ground and the academies and all of that sort of stuff. You know, I think looking to the future, more of the same. Yeah, and and Sai, you said that you're not an accountant, but and this is just me being a nosy so and so. <laughs> something you are as a shareholder, aren't you? I, yes, I am. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I I inherited some shares from my late uncle, um, who'd been involved with the football club since Headington United days, literally sort of after the war, um, settled in the area, and and back in those days, the the I don't think anyone could ever own it was sort of part of the, the the terms and condition i don't know what right phrase but basically no one was allowed to own more than 10 percent, and it was very much a, a committee run club at that time you know i wasn't around then what no matter what you might think of my age that was before <laughs> me but um, but other people I didn't were, say anything, but there Tim are, there are, yeah there, there are people around still who who were involved in that at that time you know one or two older guys at the, at the agm you know who were very clearly been around for years and and back in those days you know there, there were multiple shareholders i think that changed um in the early 70s when that kind of single owner model happened when somebody bought up lots of shares and 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 there were sort of boardroom struggle i won't put it quite that way but anyway but my my uncle had been involved with the club for for you know for a long long time and and when he passed away crikey uh more than 10 years ago now i inherited some shares they don't you know it's not like i you know i've got a place on the a, a place on the board and can sack the manager and and do all that you know they're 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 a, a, a a very 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 small shareholding along with lots of other fans um in in the same thing you know a very small number of shares that that really don't give you very much power at all um included on that list is a, a certain um daughter of a former chairman who's oh, been God. In, the news in new york quite a bit uh, it, it's interesting to to go along to these meetings they will be more frequent i think covid put a put a you know the kibosh on that and it didn't happen for for various reasons, um, you know, they, they did say, yep, this will be an annual, you know, we will be having annual general meetings. They also mentioned fans forums as well. So I think that's something that, that they're, they're planning to do. So, yeah, I th- it's nice. I think they're just being a bit more, you know, transparent or, or communicating better. And with these new guys in charge, you know, the, the likes of Grant Ferguson, very approachable. Um, and I think he'll, he'll want to get that feedback from fans. 
Yeah, definitely. And yeah, it would be um I think you, you mentioned fans forums there. It would be it would be great um to if the club could host some of those and mm. and um you know, we could uh you know, sort of just just put a few questions over and yeah, that would be uh I think that'd be a uh, you know, a really positive thing because it's all about communication, isn't it? You know, you just it is, think, yeah. when things are communicated well, and and they generally are at the club. Uh, I think it, um, it, you know, it gives you uh, optimism and that sort of thing. Mm. Um, and and yeah, when we aren't doing so well on the pitch, we get very interested in the uh, <laughs> off field <laughs> stuff, don't we? If we if Absolutely. we win five games in a row, I really, yeah. I, will, I will not notice who owns us. <laughs> no, no, you're right, you're right. Now. Talking about forums and fans forums, how about this for a segue? Um, there was a, a, a an event um, a week or so ago at the training ground for um, Her Game 2, um, which I think is... Uh, sorry, I've, I've, I've cut us off from the from the ownership talk and, and we're going into that because, you know, we're, we're up against time. Um, but, yeah, it was it's something I, I, I didn't attend, but it has been... Um, recorded and it's on youtube um i've not had a chance to watch it yet i do apologize to to those involved it is something up because it's something i want to watch and focus on and make sure I, I listen to rather than when i'm doing other stuff so but it was a you know a, a fantastic event for all those that were there apparently um so it was like i mentioned earlier we the new general manager so new women's general manager Gemma sims the women's captain lauren haynes uh coach kath faulkner hi kath um head of medical amy cranston and the evening's host robin cowan our very own robin cowan um so talking about how they got into football and, and the challenges they faced and stuff like that so it it was a really uh a, from what i've i've seen reaction to it a really you know um a really good event and like i say it's on the on the oxford united youtube channel so if you get the chance to watch that which i will at some point I will, you know, it's something I'm going to watch and and, and see because it, it, I think it again, it shows that whole club approach to things, that that you you know the women's team now have a general manager. It's not you know somebody having to do that job as well as coach or as you know <laughs> other elements within the team. Right? No, we we've now got the finances within that to to help that along, and and it, it's I think that shows where the club is going. And I think Carl kicked off the evening, didn't he? Um, he did, yes. Which yeah, kind of, you know, I think it's good that there's there's parity, you know, between uh, the men and women's team, and 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 um, yeah, it's it's it just shows the the kind of uh, togetherness and the, the the recognition of of the whole club, really. Mm. Um, yeah, and like you said, I, you know, I think it went really well. I, I will watch that as well. Actually, it's on. Um, I know Kath sent us a link, didn't she, on on YouTube? So, yeah, I'll definitely watch that. And they've had a cracking start to the season, as well, haven't they? Absolutely. Yeah, top yeah. of the table. Um, five games played, one four drawn one. Um, only conceded a single goal. So it's yeah, it has. It's been a great start to the season. Four games coming up now. Um, the next four games starting at home on Sunday. So that's Sunday the second. Got Watford following week home to Ipswich, following Wednesday away at MK Dons, and then um, a couple of weeks later home to Portsmouth. But that's essentially that's four of the top six that that in the next four games. So you know, in the same way that the men's team are, are sort of facing a bit of a season-defining four games, you know, there's an argument there. The women's team again, if they can get positive results from those four games, puts them in a really strong position for the rest of the season. 
Yeah, absolutely. And you know they've already had a five 0 haven't they? Which is mm. that's early in the season for one of those. It was <laughs> um, is it Cheltenham uh, early September? Cheltenham yeah, away. yeah. Uh, Cheltenham at home. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, so yeah, yeah. They, but I swear, but I swear to God, there was like every time I've ever checked the results, they've won, and mm. I just know because. Um, I don't really live near Oxfordshire anymore, so I don't really get to any men's games either. But um, when I uh, and I will get to a women's game, I just know that's the day they're going to get beaten, and I, I won't <laughs> be welcome back. Um, and also, we should mention Liam Gilbert reached his hundred uh, hundred games mark um, yes. as manager. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, congratulations. The uh, yeah the, the 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 kit launches. Um, yeah. Obviously, you know we we'd seen. I think the first team. There's the the first and second kit um at the start of the season um but the third kit's been launched with with the dreaming spires kind of embroidered into it which yeah that looks cracking yeah um I know this um and I do get it there are kind of uh, opinions on third kits aren't there their their, mm. their very existence um is a bit of a cash spinner and look it obviously is a cash spinner Jeez. okay that's you know spinner, but it, yeah. that's that is what it is we all know that. Um, but yeah, if they're going to make one, um, it, it does look, it does look really nice. Um, but it, it's weird cause it's kind of like, it looks like a casual kind of polo shirt or something. It, it, yeah. You don't immediately know it's... where they're heading with it because I, I'm, I'm pretty sure in the, I've not seen it in the club shop, but I, I, I saw one of the, one of them before it was launched and they're not putting the sponsors logo on it. Um, that, and that was a deliberate sort of, um, marketing decision um that actually yeah you can buy it wear it as a polo you know for those that don't want something with a big sponsor logo on the front you want something that's just a little bit more subtle um then yeah that's a a, a nice nice option and, and yeah it does look like a I think it looks really nice yeah i wonder how it works with like um uh the actual sponsor is it bg uh the bangkok glass yeah um, do they do they sign up to be on two Ooh. shirts and then we release a third? So that's okay. I don't know. <laughs> I, guess I, know. <laughs> I wonder how. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure they talked about it. Yeah, I've always been fascinated in like you know things like that that we don't mm. we don't ever find out like how shirt sponsors come about or well, what does that even cost at a club like us? I've got no idea. No. Or or you know like when a player signs and they have a medical, what the hell mm. is that? In my head, they just go on a treadmill or something, and there's stuff attached to their chest. I don't know what that does. Yeah, right. Um, and they're for like, us, for, yeah. I was say, for those of a certain age, you remember the um, the the great Ronnie uh, Barker program, Porridge, one of the greatest comedy performances of all time. Is that where he has the knee reflex yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, he asks him all sorts of questions, and he, he just basically goes, "What with this knee?" Yeah. <laughs> And he, then he, he holds a glass, a sort of a, a sample bottle, and uh, he says, "I'd like you to uh, to fill this sample bottle." Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I'm not sure that those were the same kind of level of uh, of um, uh, uh, medicals that they, they they do now. You'd hope not. Uh, where were we? Kits. Oh yeah, yeah. Yes. So um, yeah, no, I think it looks. Good. I like all the kits this year. To be mm. fair, it's a really good year for kits. Um, yeah. Home away and third are all good. Yeah, something else has actually happened since we last spoke uh, is the uh, recruitment of uh, one Jacob Fowler uh, as a scholar. Mm. Um, mm. Mostly, not that you know you should define someone by who their parents are, but it's certainly worth mentioning he's the son of Robbie Fowler, yeah. um, who was quite good at scoring goals. Mm. <laughs> he was. He was. Um, 
So if that ability's been passed on, um, yeah, it's uh, yeah. So that was an interesting one. Mm. It just kind of, sort yeah. of came out of nowhere, didn't it? it did, yeah. Well, I, I, you know, I think it's one of these sort of situations where where players are let go from academies, and and you know, like we do, you know, our academy is is ever changing. You know, players are brought in. They, they maybe spend a year or two. It doesn't work. You know, it, it would be lovely to have every player that plays in the youth teams coming up through the academies, through the age groups, and populating the first team. It doesn't happen. It doesn't happen like that in football. You know, we've we've seen some come through. You know, um, recently James Golding and Josh Johnson. Um, obviously Sam Long. From, you know, is is one that has come through the the age groups and and, and now in the first team. It's cutthroat, isn't it? You know, I don't know what the what the percentages are of, of players that, that are at football league academies that actually make it into professional football. I would imagine it's it's pretty low, you know, five percent or something like that. So it's you know, it's uh like I say, you, you want a team that that's got a load of local lads in it, but you want, you know, if if for whatever reason they're not seen as as, as right, it's not gonna happen. Um and, and you move on and, and, you know, players in the same way that Matty Taylor was in our academy. We didn't think he was good enough. Off he went and, and he's come back to us now at the end of it or towards the end of his career. Happens a lot. You know, players move on and it, it works, works somewhere else for them. Um, and uh, yeah, in the, in the same way that, I, you know, I, I hope every, every player in the, in the academies gets a, gets a fantastic career. Same for, for, you know, for Jacob Fowler, you know, if he if he's great and he plays for us and he's a success for us, fantastic. Yeah, and you know he's not he's not going to get a free ride in the uh, the academy. Um, no. If he's if he's ever good enough to one day play in the first team, mm. then he's got to get there on merit. I have yeah. no doubt the club will, uh, you know, will will only only do things the right way. Um, with yeah. That. Now I did. I'm just trying. Just my mind went Diaz. And his uh, uh, Ram- Ramon Diaz's son playing, you know, and <laughs> yeah, if he's good enough, he can play. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, and, um, yeah. I always so, thought Gino Van Kessel must have been someone's <laughs> nephew. <laughs> yeah, on to Charlton. I think it's it's a massive game. It's going to be tough for people getting there um, with the trains. It's it's usually one of those great. London away days, you know, a few drinks going on the train and stuff. It's going to be a bit harder for people to get there um, on Saturday, but I, I think we'll still have a decent following. And and you go there and hope, yeah, um, that the players are back. Yeah, and um, yeah, I got to admit, I was I was gutted when I saw when they announced the strike, and because I was, it's that that's one of those fixtures you so look forward to. So we previously got on at Bicester Village or yeah, or yeah. North. I presume you'd get on at Hadnam. I would have done, yeah. yeah, and, um, yeah. and it's just a great... Because, you know, I mean, there's no better city for pubs in the world than London, no. is there? It's just outstanding. Yeah. And it's one of those... And we usually get it on... Or it'd be our luck we'd get it on a bloody Tuesday, usually. or mm. But to have it on a Saturday, and yeah, I was gutted when I saw that. And yeah. um, But, yeah, I'm just hoping the government cave or something. Or but, Well, uh, the, tu- <laughs> the tubes are still running. Um, so I know people are sort of finding various ways and, and routes to get to kind of outlying tube stations. I'm lucky I'm, I'm kind of over in the sort of southeast of the county. So I'm about 25 minutes from Chesham, which is the um, furthest out on the metropolitan line. So I can get the tube from Chesham in Buckinghamshire. Um, they did. I read recently that there used to be a station on the Metropolitan Railway, which became the Metrop- Metropolitan Line, 
um, at Brill. So, Goes mad, yeah, isn't it? That would be great, wouldn't it? Get on the get on the tube at Brill. <laughs> Not all the way into London, but uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, tube to tube from Chesham and uh, and that way. And I think a lot of people are doing the same thing, catching either the you know the Oxford tube bus up to Hillingdon or somewhere like that and then making their way in or whatever so I think we'll still have a decent following um and you know we'll see how we go um but let's have a let's have a score prediction then for it wah, what do you think? Wah, wah. I'm gonna be confident for reasons I don't even know um, <laughs> and just say I'm gonna say a 3-1 win yeah let's let's go for it and uh, I'll go for 2-0 um and uh Hopefully it will be a similar performance, like we said, to last season where we played so well. Um, and it, it just, yeah, it, it sparks the season into life. Um, that's what we're all hoping. But, uh, so a little bit of housekeeping. Hi, Tim. Hi, Tim. Um, hi to everyone else who listens. Um, fantastic Mr. Rocks. And, Ruthie uh, Ruth. Ruthie Ruth, yeah. And, and, Tassie and, Yellow. Yeah. Everyone. Everyone knows us. This yeah. Is, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so if you're travelling on Saturday, take care of each other. Hopefully you get there and, and back again. Um, and we'll um, we'll catch up with you after this game and, and hopefully preview the next one and, and be a bit more frequent. Apologies. Yeah, 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 sorry. Yeah. Our, our late queen once said, never never complain, never explain. So uh, yeah, we're not, don't complain and we're not going to explain. But uh, yes. <laughs> right. Cool. All right. Nice to speak with you, Fraser. Nice to speak to everyone. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you soon. Bye.